Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're heading to Coromandel with RNZ Concerts' Brian Crump to meet a man who farms to the beat of his own drum. I'll let Brian pick up the story. So here I am, recorded a little earlier, driving my rental car down a narrow gravel road, an access way to a farm near Thames. Not the uh, sort of place you'd expect the host of a classical music show to be driving to. I could be going to do an interview on RNZ National's Country Life. Maybe this will be a country life interview. But the main purpose of this journey for me is musical. I'm coming out to visit Jeremy Fitzsimons, percussionist who until recently was based in Wellington. And when he's making music, he sounds like this. But when he's down on the farm, the sounds that surround him sound like this. Well, and Jeremy, um, they're a bit um, shaggier, these sheep, than, than I expected. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a variety of um, watches that are um, that are self-shedding. So uh, the wool grows to a certain length and then it just falls out in clumps. So uh, you can see some of them look almost newly shorn, just with a couple of tufts on their back. Yep. And some of them looking very woolly, but with a couple of bare spots here and there and everything in between. I mean, it's amazing when it does fall off, it does look like there's this one over here, which has got a tuft on its rump. Yeah. It's like it's trying to be a punk. It's almost like, it's, 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 you know what it is? It's, it's, it's a mullet. But it's a mother out of its backside, <laughs> yeah, rather than over its head. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, or her, probably. Yeah. I'm guessing yeah. it's a mama. Yeah. Yeah. These are the ewes in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and their lambs. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not um, not photogenic so much. <laughs> we wouldn't put them in a show <laughs> for best cheap. <laughs> no. No. Not down to the AMP. No. Unless there's a new category for these Wiltshires. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's right. The best self-shorn sheep. Yeah. Sure. So, um, Jeremy. Why did um, a musician move to the country? Well, it was sort of all, always on the cards since um, my mum Jeanette bought this place. Uh, it's just such a beautiful place to be and um, I've come up and done a lot of work here over the years and uh, invested a lot of myself in the place. And You didn't grow up on this farm, did you? No, no. Well, uh, you grew up, Where did you grow up? I grew up in Auckland, uh, although we had a weekend farm then as well. Um, well it was a, there was a cooperative farm up in the Dome Valley, up north of um, Walkwith, that uh, there were 10 families put together and we, um, we bought a farm up there. So I, I did grow up sort of being a weekend farmer up there. 
I'm still very new to the whole, I wouldn't, wouldn't call myself a farmer now, I'm still learning the ropes very much. But. You're working on the attire though, Jeremy, I might have to take <laughs> a to picture of you later on. But, uh, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. got boots and yeah, yeah. That, the shirt looks pretty farmery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, trying to, but yeah, no, just, you can see it's such a beautiful place to be and uh, away from it all and I can still, I figured I can still do my music most of the time. I spend doing music is actually just by myself in the practice room so you can be anywhere for that and I've built my own studio here so I can practice here in the afternoons and do farm work in the mornings and uh, living, the, living the dream. Shall we um, go down and check out the studio? Sure. How long have you been up here now? We just moved Even up in, that you moved in, in, in up January. From Wellington, so. Yeah, so just, just the beginning of this year. So, was it nine months or something? Was it always your plan? Yes, yes. We moved it forward a, a bit uh, because Harry was by himself up here. Uh, after mum your, died, after yeah. mum died three years ago. And we were going to come up once the kids left school. Um, but Izzy's got another couple of years to go at high school. But she's been uh, fitting in really well with, um, made new friends and, and seems to be enjoying it here. She's loving her little cabin that I built her, she, where she lives. Is she a musician? Um, yes, yes, she's, well, she's been taking singing lessons for a while and um, we tried her on violin for a while and it definitely wasn't her instrument. But she's been having guitar lessons this year and she's recently just taken up bass and is loving that and um, playing in a band at school playing oh, bass right. and singing in a band at school so. dad and daughter that's the whole rhythm section yeah, of a band that's right and what about your partner sarah i mean this is yeah, a well, this she... is a big jump from uh, wellington to here that's right that's right well she's a dance teacher and pilates teacher and um she bought the thames hauraki um, ballet theater which is now the Tim's Hauraki Dance Theatre um, and took that over with about six or seven students in it and has now brought it up to about 70 I think, 75 students so she's done amazingly well this year. She spent, splits her time between Ngatia and uh, Tim's and does adult classes, um, she's an adult ballet class and an adult contemporary class. So, um, probably the core demographic here in Thames. Has it been a steep learning curve for you, doing this farming oh, stuff? farming stuff, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm still at this stage where I just do what I'm told. Um, <laughs> just trying to learn the ropes, and um, Harry's a wealth of knowledge. He's not able to do so much physical stuff on the farm now, but um, we can rack his brain and get him to sort of show us what to do and how to do it. And up here, we've got the olive grove. We've got a couple of pressings off that this year. Lots of fun. And our other big crop down here is the chestnuts. So in March we spend... Those trees that are looking gaunt and bare at the moment. Yeah, you can see some of them are just starting to get leaves. Oh, yes. In March, for about a month, we just... Everyone on the farm is picking up chestnuts and sorting chestnuts and living and breathing chestnuts all day. Do you get sick of chestnuts? We do. <laughs> but... Um, only for a little while, and then, uh, and then um, you know, kind of look forward to it for a little bit next year.
You're listening to Once Was a Wellingtonian-based percussionist, Jeremy Fitzsimons, now down on the farm in the Koairanga Valley near Thames, speaking with me, Brian Crump, and we're walking down his farm access track to his music practice studio. We should be there in the time it takes for Jeremy to finish this little etude by Gareth Farr. Did you build this? Yep, yep, built this from scratch. Uh, so, yeah, it's a bit of a learning curve for me. I hadn't really done any construction before much, uh, apart from the odd shed. That's so satisfying. I mean, compared to, you spend, a, you spend a day building and you can step back and go, wow, look, I've made that today. You spend a day practicing and no one knows. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and you can, well, you can perform a concert and you can get the adulation. Oh yeah, sure. And but, that's, that's a big buzz, but then but it's, it's gone. Mu- that's, that's right, and it's a much longer time frame too. You, you, you don't really see, you don't have something to show at the end of a day's practice. Particularly, you know you've done a bit better, but yeah, it's a much, much longer process. I found the, the building very rewarding in that way. And here we Just are in your practice room. How, how, how much would you practice a day, given you've got all these other things you need to do? Yeah, um, oh, it depends. I mean, if I've, if I've got a really big thing coming up, I'll devote more time to practicing and sort of do, do longer days. But generally, um, if I spend the morning on the farm, I'll do about three hours practice in the afternoon and then it's time to go feed the chickens and uh, get the firewood in light the wood stove to cook on wood stove yeah yeah well we're all off grid here so um we generate our own power and it's not really enough to uh have electric cooking and uh we've got a couple of gas uh gas hobs gas, gas elements in the in the kitchen just for you know cooking cooking your eggs in the morning or boiling it so um, yeah, I've got a, a slight. I've got a bigger solar supply system here for my studio than I, than we do for the old one for the house. So I can run a few more things off this one. So. I thought you were acoustic, Jeremy. Oh well, yes. Although when I'm working on the Pink Floyd Experience stuff, that's all electronic. So I have the synth set up and the ele- electronic drum pads and the laptop and all that running. Pink that. Floyd Experience. Yeah, yeah. Pink Floyd tribute show. I've been doing that since. Uh, 2011, uh, 12... Uh, really? Yeah, 12 years now. And um, So that's your stadium rock? Yeah, yeah. So it's, I play a bit of keyboards and a bit of percussion and um, do all the sound effects for that. There's a lot of sound effects in Pink Floyd experience. Did you have big drum solos? Um, He's a drummer as well, but right. I, I get to do the rototom solo at the beginning of time, which is uh, kind of fun. What did you say? Rototom the solo. The rototom. At the beginning of time... From Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, so the is that song. after you get the, you have all the clocks? There's all the clocks. And then there's a kind of acoustic. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would say, because I'm uneducated when it comes to percussion, bongo kind of sounding drum. That's right, but they're actually pitched. see four instruments maybe more i mean probably there's uh, obviously lots uh, more than that but if you look up on the walls there okay. they've got 
shelves full of full of gear. Uh, so what's the, you've got the oh, you've got I've a, got the drum set set up at the moment. What are you working on? Is that is that for Pink Floyd? Or no, is that? this is uh, so we've got a different uh, for Pink Floyd experience. There's a there's another drummer uh, who who does all the drum set stuff. So I'm really just on percussion for that. Um, but no, this um, I'm playing with Success in November for their. Thirtieth uh, anniversary yeah. concert. That's how I found out about you. Yeah, that's right. But you're so, up here. Yeah. What are you doing with them? So we're doing a new piece by Gareth, uh, just written for this um, this concert with Success called Vessel of Song, and that's um, I get to play Dara Booker in that or Dumbek, which is the hourglass drum here. One that looks like a stool. Well, uh, yes. Yes. Just what I didn't or... sit on that. <laughs> Probably get rather upset with me. Yeah. And um, I'm not really a Dumbek player, um, but as a percussionist, you just have to pick up new instruments and learn them the best you can. So um, it's called a Dumbek because it's onomatopoeic. You've got the Dum and Bek, or Dum Tuck. Um, Yeah, that piece of Gareth's that we're playing, and then uh, this piece, Roman Space, by um, John Sarthus, uh, which is really exciting. That's for drum set and saxophone quartet. I haven't got it up to speed yet, but uh, something goes something like this. So. Former Wellington percussionist Jeremy Fitzsimons, now based in the Koa Iranga Valley near Thames, doing a drumming demonstration for RNZ concert host Brian Crump. And in case you were wondering, Jeremy is the son of the late Jeanette Fitzsimons, former co-leader of the Green Party who lived on the farm until her death in 2020. Her former partner Harry still lives there. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.